From the land of peeps, Mark Guitar, and Bacon baseball teams, it's the Lehigh Valley with Love Podcast! And now your hosts, George Wacker and Tyler Rothrock! Alright, and welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love Podcast. I'm your co-host, George Wacker, and I'm here with our other host, Tyler Rothrock. What's up, y'all? What's up? Uh, so we're kind of in the... We've had one of the most depressing weeks of all time, and it's not just because of... Uh, the rain, the the election seasons, or at least the primaries are over now. Yeah, and that's good because I threw away so many things that were mailed to my house. <laughs> like literally, could have wallpapered um, something with them, like a a, do- a large dog. Did you house. have you have things in the yard? It's just annoying. Yeah, like I get it. Like you can send me one, but like I don't want, like if you send me four or five, like in a row, on right. five days in a row, you're sending me the same thing. Like that's just bad man. It'll make me not vote for you. Well, it, it makes me. It like, I makes did me, agree with you, but now I don't. Agree it makes with me you. think that you're not very well organized if you're sending me something three, four days in a row. Yeah, and let's also let's use some of this money for good and not for like a bunch of paper for your campaign. You know, I don't know. Well, I mean, on, on the other side of that, then there it's all over social media, which was it's. Cra- I mean, is yeah. I'm I'm happy that they. That people are are motivated mm-hmm. for a primary congressional race, and if we don't know what we're talking about, it's Lehigh Valley is now seventh district. It's the seventh district, which was redistricted by the the state legislature or whatever the judges for uh, to avoid gerrymandering. Yeah, so it's a new district, which is exciting for some people, probably not for other people who are gerrymandering it. <laughs> They're like, God damn it. Oh, we needed that man gerrymandering. Yes. Now, how do we gerrymander now? What do we do? So it had... Uh, on the... but, uh, it's got to be weird for a guy named Jerry Mandering. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> there is a... Right on, it's on, I mean, it's it's two th- May 2018. On Netflix right now, there's an incredible documentary. It's like a show. It's only like an hour and something long. And it's about people with the worst names ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, we gotta watch that. I gotta watch that. It's well, I mean, I should be like whacker. Like I, I grew up. Yeah, you with, probably had a little bullying going on in, in elementary school. It was kind of annoying, but then you get to high school and it's cool. Really, they're like, they're like whacker. You're like, that's right. Whacker. Yeah, yeah. But there, there were people on the show. You have to watch it. I'm gonna. Yeah. <clears throat> Some of them were. It was funny. It's like Ronald McDonald. Mm-hmm. Or there were three. There was a, a grandpa and his son. And then his son, and they were all Donald Duck. <laughs> so it was Donald Duck Sr., yeah. the second, and it was hilarious. But then there's like one girl, her name's like uh, you know, Elizabeth Cockburn. <laughs> um, I, there's this guy that used to live um, next to my best friend growing up, and his name was Richard Head. Yeah. And I always thought that was so funny because like it was like, like Dick. Dick Head. Well, like, what, what asshole parent? I knew, and everyone who says, oh, is your dad Richard Wacker? I'm like, no, but I know, I know a Richard Wacker. Yeah, I know a couple of them. There's a, there's a <laughs> Richard, there was literally a, a Richard Wacker, like, I, and believe it or not, I'm not related to him, but I knew him. <laughs> oh, thank God. But he was, yeah, so, watch that on Netflix. I forget what it's called. I'm going to try to, like, look it up. But search, like, uh, Funny Names Netflix documentary. It was, yeah, if I... If I know good. anybody with the last name of Mandarin, I'm going to 
definitely pay Jerry. them to cha- to name their son Jerry. Yeah, he's like, I get it. Yeah, I'm an awful thing in politics. Um, so, but yeah, the 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 race the the, the um, primary race was Susan Wilde won the Democratic nomination, beat out John Morganelli and uh, Greg Edwards. Greg Edwards, uh, John is the Northampton County D- DA, right? Is yeah, that... I like John. He's a good guy. I like yeah. John. I, and again, I, we're not going to get political. Yeah, no, no, we're just not... going to say who won. Yeah, and on the uh, other side, the Republican side, Marty Norstein. Norstein. I think it's Norstein. Whatever. He's an interesting one. He's a he's a he's a. Wait, is that right? Or is he just like a cat? No, I think that's right. No, he he yeah he he was he, and he, you know he's a, a gold medalist. Yeah, dude's no joke. For I saw cycling, him, I dude, saw that him. sport is no joke, by the way. Right, and there's well because of the velodrome over in uh, yeah yeah wherever the western part of the Lehigh Valley nobody really <laughs> goes to. But that sport is that sport is no joke, dude. Do those when those dudes fall or when those people they fall they fall hard. They also ride forever. That's the mm-hmm. thing about cycling. Like with running, if you want to run, do a marathon, the longest run you'll do probably ever is like an hour and a half yeah. before you get to the marathon, which will be, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe like you'll do a two hour run in there or whatever. There's some bike rides these people do. They're like half a day. Yeah. It's crazy. Like 60 miles. Like, no thanks. Like, I, I get it. I'm very, that's very impressive. There's, but there's a teacher, I got things to do. There's a teacher in my elementary school who raised money. Uh, he rode across the country on his bike. Why? He didn't stop. Like he. Well, raising money. That's he far as he far as gumped it on his bike. That's a great. Uh, watching some Philadelphia Eagles highlights. Uh, it's not a bad play. The background is uh, the Super Bowl. We're watching which, uh, uh, highlights because that's what we do in the studio is just watch Eagles highlights. <laughs> it's us jacked up, man. <laughs> but so it's it's cool that I mean it's an exciting time. I don't think. You know, I'll probably get killed for this, but I don't think it's a real big loss f- for either one of these candidates. If one, whichever one mm-hmm. wins, I do um, know that it's it's we the the seventh district was uh it's national news. Oh yeah, it was all and, oh, you, international news. I I followed the Daily Mail. I, it's, you do the, on from the UK because I just think they're <laughs> the it's like the. It's like the most gossipy, okay. you know, and then so, but they even had a article about the seventh district. Well, I think, it, I think part of it too is because Morganelli, you know, again, I like him, but he did have some very pro Trump stuff early on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, also we're in a swing state in a, yeah. we're in a swing district in a swing state. People out there, like whatever you believe politically, you're, you're important. That's weird. I feel like weird saying that. Not, you're, you're, you're your, like voice, rock, your voice matters. You're like MTV Rock the Vote. Yeah, Rock the Vote. Like, you kids, get out there. <laughs> Just get out there. Uh, the good thing for me, I can literally never have an excuse for voting. I vote across the street. Yeah. <laughs> I walk there. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's good. And and I'm sure people, there's going to be disagreeing with me, but I think between Susan Wilde or Marty, even though he's got that weird look in his eye, <laughs> like he, he could be up to something, I think... We'll be okay. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's it, it's weird to have like a new thing, and but whatever. It, it's exciting. I, 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 I was a fan of Charlie Dent, though. That's who they're that's who they're replacing. Who retired? I've met Charlie Dent multiple times, too. and he's always been. I'm sure there are, there's. Again, it's tough to talk politics and be like, you don't know, he's awful. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I think he uh, he was a guy that at least stayed. Moderate to some degree. I don't know. I he just know he did. Stuff. He, I just met him. He 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 did some cool things for. 
You're a good guy. He's not like the Pat Nazareth Toomey. Community. So. Okay, I don't want to go down this hole. Yeah, I don't want to talk. Really, let's not talk anymore. Yeah, let's let's end it right So that happened. It was good. Congratulations to the winners, and good oh, luck next time well, to. Yeah. On a lighter note. Yes, please. Let's get out of this. Kurt Cobain's guitar. Oh, this sucks. This is if this is the lighter note. We never politics is so awful that talking about Kurt Cobain's guitar is the lighter note is so bad. But it is. It's an interesting story because it was a Martin, which is made right here as we've talked. And what was the model was a? It's a super obscure. Let me find it. Well, let's do the 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 recap. Is this if you remember when Nirvana played Unplugged? he was playing an acoustic guitar. That guitar is a Martin. I'm looking at it right now. It's a, it's a 1959 Martin D18E, which I looked it up because I'm like that must be the greatest guitar yeah, ever. Yeah. Apparently it sucks. <laughs> like, really? They made it for one year and there are some problems with something on the guitar, uh, so they only made it for one year and they stopped making it. Does it go into specifics why he chose that guitar? I don't know. I'm sure. It, I I just read up about how it was kind of crappy and it didn't get the sound of some mm, people like, mm. um, I'm sure there was a reason and I'm sure because, you know, he was Kurt Cobain. He probably thought that was good. Did you ever play an instrument? It. Yeah, man. I had a band in college. What? This is my CD right up there. Ransom the captive. There's a, there's two. You have two CDs. <laughs> all, I got, all I got left. We sold them like all out. The double disc set. Well, they're both the same CD, <laughs> but you can have both. Some guy uh, broke into my car, stole all my <laughs> CDs. Yeah. No, I play. No, I I play. What instrument? Uh, I play guitar. I I. Well, I, I you an open mic. You don't remember I, anything? I know. I know. I remember that. Now I do. But I used to. I mean, it was fun. There's still some open mics around here, but it was something like in my 20s, you know, because mm-hmm. I had the the band in college, and then whatever. We played. We played in Philly like two times. It's cool, but you can't. Yeah, I mean, I unless you're good. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. My parents got me a guitar when I was little, and they got me lessons. And then at, at Guitar Villa, <laughs> and uh, I went to a couple lessons, but I didn't practice. And t- so the guy giving me lessons, he fired me. <laughs> it's like you're done. Don't yeah. come back. It's like you don't. You, you, you're not a musician, man. Guitar is one of those things you need to get. Like when you're a kid, you got to get like five or six lessons mm-hmm. from whoever, guitar guy. And then you got to like just do a lot of drugs. Yeah. Don't, I'm not telling anyone to do drugs. You need to practice on your own. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. <laughs> like guitar, you, you, it's one of those things. You got to, you get the basics and then either you can do it or you don't. And yeah. Then I, you, and then you play the bass. Yeah. I, did, I, 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 didn't, I didn't have it. I didn't have the, the, uh, the rock star gene. So but, that's why I just tell wiener jokes in front of crowds. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> well, luckily for you, if you have a... Well, okay, so they had this awesome guitar, which obviously blew his head off. Um, <laughs> you could have been a little bit more uh, nice. He had, a, he had a rough time. <laughs> and so Kurt Cobain died. His daughter, Frances Bean, got his guitar. She's only 25, right? Yeah. But apparently... And that's not like I've been following her career. But she uh, was married to some dude. And just finalized the divorce. And in the divorce, this ex-husband guy, who I'm assuming is in his 20s as well, right. gets the guitar. Which, like, makes me ill. Yeah, that is crazy. And it never... Yeah, that... Like, wouldn't you even be, like, disgusted with yourself? If you took the guitar? Like, it was your, your ex-wife, and they don't have kids. So it's... You know, this could be something where it's like, I never see this person ever again. We don't need to 
get together at barbecues, <laughs> but I'm going to take her her dead father's guitar. Yeah. And do what with it? Sell it, probably? Probably just sit there and, like, cackle. And be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. Break the strings on it? No, that just it, like... Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Yeah, so... It's a, it's a it's a bummer. Oh, it says it right here. The D, I'm going to read this verbatim. The D18E was an early attempt by Martin to produce an acoustic electric guitar by installing two D'Armand pickups and three control knobs into the the dreadnought. Hmm. For the the electronics affected the tone, and it was only in for one year. So basically, makes sense. Adjusts. Makes sense. It doesn't add up. I could, I could, I Maybe you... he liked it because it sounded like a little fuzzy or something. Yeah. Well, Kurt Cobain was he, he was a weird guy, man. Also on Netflix, there is a, a doc. doc. You feel like I've watched Netflix all day, <laughs> but there's a documentary called like Too Young or something. I've seen that one, and it's all about some of these artists who died. So I just watched John Belushi's, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's such a bummer because it's so depressing. It was like the age of 26. They all happened. No, like, 27. 27. So he he died at twenty seven, and the daughter's twenty five right now. Yeah, isn't that a little weird to think of? That's just weird. she's almost hit the age. She's also I... a millionaire because she has yeah. the rights to everything. Because Courtney Love is crazy. So yeah, she yeah. has rights to his whole catalog except for the guitar. Maybe she's just like you know what, f it. Yeah, maybe the maybe the guitar. Who knows? Maybe somebody can tell us if there's more. Like he didn't even care about the guitar because mm-hmm. that would make me feel better. But the fact that it's a Martin and was made. Like that guitar that we're looking at the picture. To here. Somebody from Nazareth made that. Yeah. Which you that's know, weird. somebody's you know, you might know the guy who made that or the right, woman right. who made that. So somebody's fingers were on the same fingers as Cobain's man. What a world, man. Dude, I'm like ten years older than Cobain when he died. <laughs> that's that's crazy. That was a big thing when I turned twenty seven. Everybody was like, You made it, man. You made it past the age. It's what? like you're not going to be a star. Like 27 isn't. You're kind of an adult. No, dude. I'm <laughs> 30 and I'm not an adult. It's tough. Like, when are you? An, is, I have a kid now and I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. What? I mean. Like, what? If you shouldn't do that because probably bad things happen. I'm, I, I guess. I don't trust me. I'm just, you know, I'm telling you because yeah. I've done it myself. Nothing to, uh, uh, you have a, a beautiful daughter and you do a great job. Oh, but yeah. making a kid's pretty simple. Oh yeah, it doesn't it doesn't? No, take, you're good. It doesn't take rocket science. there. <laughs> no. what, what else we got going on this week? Um, oh, I'm going to Myrtle Beach tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, so bachelor party. It doesn't matter to you guys, but recording this a little bit early because because Tyler's gonna be not hungover. He will just be unable to even yeah, function. Just <laughs> to do it. There's a couple things. Um, we're gonna talk in a minute to uh, the GM of the Steelhawks. Yeah, because I've talked like every time about I got Steelhawks. Season tickets, and it's fun for the whole family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go to that on Sunday. There's a, what is it? The There's like a, the uh, the festivals have begun. So there's a the Craft Beer Fest and Christmas City Wine Festival Friday and Saturday down by the Wooden Match. So everything's oh, that's like, fri- that's this Friday and Saturday? Yeah. What is it called? The Christmas City Wine Festival? Yeah. Oh, I'm bummed I'm missing that. It's good. Wine festivals are good. Cause it's like I love wine festivals. I love wine. Because I'm just like... It's funny because you go. There's. I always love the people at wine festivals who they're like, I know my wine. It's like <laughs> yeah. nobody here. This pairs well with. Shut up. Cheetos. Like what? Just you know, we all know why we're here. If yeah, you're, to if get you're a, that to much, to get of a, a solid buzz. Yeah. 
if you're that much of an aficionado of wine, mm-hmm. you're not out like just slumming yeah, it. Somalia swirling your cup like, you're a like give me bag. that plastic. Blah. This is this is a well-bodied cabernet. Uh, Go home. I can taste the hints of. The floral hints are very uh, delayed, and it's just like, shut the hell up, dude. There's nobody Bring me it. some cheese. If you're at a Lehigh Valley wine festival, and you're pretending you know what you're mm-hmm. talking about, yeah. just drink it and shut up and yeah. have a good time. Knock it back. You're going to be fine. You're probably going to drink beer later. Right. It's, like, it's a pregame. Yeah. It's a whole idea. Although it's so bad to, to mix red wine and really and anything. Anything, anything else. But that's, that's why these... Um, like festival events are fantastic because they're all most of them start like at noon Mm -hmm. and that's like you're like you know what we're going come on honey we're going to an event we're going to be Mm -hmm. classy and all it is it's it's just a we're hiding day drinking right into disguise into into an activity although don't sleep on lehigh valley wineries oh no i'm saying they're great but i'm just saying if you're at an event on a saturday afternoon yeah don't pretend you know what I've been getting into, and this they're great. Like I, I love them all. This changed over the, the last year for me because I was the kind of uh, I've always liked day drinking. I've always been a big big fan. It's great. Like since I was a little boy. Take a nap. Um, but in years prior, I would have went day drinking, got a healthy buzz on, and rolled that thing right into the night, and still just would stay out till two a.m. I well, can't do that. No, so I what I like to do now is five p.m., six p.m. Just call it a night, go home, you're asleep by 7.30. That's what I'm talking But there's people, I won't name them, Pat Dugan, who, <laughs> they'll be like, I gotta go day drink, come home, take a nap. And then head back And go out. back out. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's superhuman. It's a, you know. I can't, I've never been able to do that. He's he's royalty. Dude, he, that's, he, that's, a, that's an impressive man. People who can take a nap and then be like, I'm gonna go back out for round two. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm home and I, and I take that nap, I'm out, and I'm, I'm like, I'm not mad about it. I'm like, I had a good, solid day. I got a little tan, yeah. yeah. And I was downtown. There's one thing about drinking in the sunlight that's so awesome, yeah. and it's so fun. You just relax. You don't got to worry about. You don't it. think that I don't? I always feel like the rules don't apply. They don't. Well, I mean, in Bethlehem though, they kind of don't as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's you know, there's a as long as you have a rule. If it's an event that is okay with the mug, and the cops have gone on record to kind of say. If you're not being a jerk, mm-hmm. you're all right. I got one uh, public drunkenness in Bethlehem back back in the day. For I was outside. I'm not. I think. Can I name the bar? I yeah, wasn't. I can name the. Your, you didn't. They didn't. I, if, they, if they didn't get, they they did not. I hadn't technically gone into the bar yet. Okay, then they're fine. It, it was the fun house, and uh, I had come <laughs> from a, a a party, and I was with a couple of friends, and I had a beer, and apparently the cop drove circled the block. Four or five times waiting for me to see him <laughs> and discard the beer. And finally, on the seventh time, he's like, he comes up to me. He's like, dude, I got to write you a ticket. Like, I've been warning you uh, for one hour now. It's like, hey. And you're just sitting there just drinking this beer <laughs> on the sidewalk. <laughs> like, so I got, I got, actually, you, you saw me the day after I had a, that weird run. Remember? Was that I, when you tried to break into somebody else's car? I didn't that, try. I did. That looked like your car. <laughs> I don't, I can't, I can't speak on that. Okay, but that's another like we'll yeah. Let's write that down for another. That's day. a different. That's the future. Because we I, did. The, we reason, saw but you. the reason I can't speak on this is I have no idea. Oh, you just don't remember. I just woke up to the sound of a of a cop kn- knocking on the window, and uh, <laughs> it was a Sunday morning, and I guess a man was going to church with his family, and, <laughs> he went, and I was in his driver's seat. Oh, 
Oh, man. And you saw me the next day where I had some major anxiety. I'm surprised they didn't. There's other situations. That could have turned out much but, Oh, bad. If, that, if, if those keys were in that car, that's my car. I, 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 was, I, I know uh, that. I'm, or I'm if so that guy thankful. is just one of those. I mean, if it happens like now and everyone wants to shoot each other. Yeah. Like, the guy's in my car. I can legally kill him. Right, right, right. Man, and the, luckily the the one police officer graduated high school with me, so he's like, he's this just is guy's normal. harmless. Yeah, he's just an idiot. I mean, that's that's how things work. I mean, you know, complain about it all you want, but yeah, if again, if you're not if you're on the street and you have a, a music fest mug or whatever, I'm not telling you, know, and you're acting like an idiot, doesn't matter, right? But if you're kind of like chill and nine times out of ten, if a cop stops you, they're just gonna be like, hey. Just, yeah, can just, you not can, do that? Or they make you dump it out. And then, something. but that's when people, for some whatever reason, they're like, "Okay, now I'm going to fight with a cop." Right, right. And then that you'll never win that one. No, just be yeah. like, "Yes, sorry." And that's what's always blows me away by uh, music fest. Every year they, uh, they, it goes pretty smooth. Knock on wood. And the cops even say they're like, yeah. "Listen, you're fine. Mm-hmm. We know you're going to be drinking. Just don't take it to that dumb level. Just mm-hmm. go home." Yeah, exactly. We'll have a music fest uh, podcast. Yeah. Maybe we'll tell like we should give some tips. Of things Maybe we should do, do one live from we the do that. comedy plot. I gotta I gotta up my uh, podcast game, but I think we can make that happen. Yeah, but so yeah, there's some things starting. Um, like I said, we're, we're gonna I'm going to the Steelhawks, so we're gonna bring Mike on in about a minute here. Um, Mike Clark, who is the GM of the Steelhawks, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll we'll go ahead. So- All right, so we are here now with Mike Clark. You, you're the GM of the Lehigh Valley Steelhawks, correct? Yes, sir. And you guys are you coming back from a road trip? Where are you at right now? We are st- actually stuck in North Carolina. Our bus broke down on the way home, no. so we're waiting for the next bus to come get us. <laughs> That's not a good sign. <laughs> um, we are carrying a lot of a lot of go- a lot of guys down there, so I, I'm sure the the bus it's it's a lot of. Uh, it's got, it takes a powerful, a lot of horsepower to take a whole <laughs> football team all the way down the East Coast. Oh, it sure does. Yeah, I mean, the good part is we it's a sleeper bus, so like if we all got oh, bunks nice. and beds and oh, stuff nice. like this, we can all, we can like all crash out a little bit. But but it's still yeah, it's still a lot of a lot of guys on one bus. <laughs> How many guys are on the bus? Uh, so twenty one players dress on a game day, plus the coaches and some staff stuff. So. There's about 26 of us right now. Damn, wow. And you guys can all sleep on the bus? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's huge. It's it's like one of those uh, uh, coaches that they – or the sleeper buses that they use for, like, uh, entertain, entertainers and stuff like that when they travel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Join the team just for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, yeah. So I don't know if you if you know – I mean, I told this to you when we were getting you to come on. We've been talking about the Steelhawks like yeah, every yeah. George George every episode he mentions how he got season tickets to the Steelhawks. Oh, I love it! I what, love it. I'll tell you why. I mean, like I was, you know, when they first when the Steel and just for people who aren't aware, the Steelhawks are indoor football and they play at a PPL Center. You know, for me, it was I saw some of it at first, and then the, with the excitement of the Eagles season, I have to be honest, um, I just wanted to keep that going. So yeah. I went in to look at some of the season tickets and I even took the pricier ones because you can get season tickets for what like 70 bucks you, you can get as low as 56 dollars it comes to you know with seven home games it comes to eight dollars a ticket right wow so wow. I I'm like hey uh, to my one buddy I'm like you got let's go to the first game and he's like whatever we'll go we get in there there was a couple thousand people there 
Uh, yep. PPL Center is a great venue anyway, but there's a couple thousand people there. You guys put on a great show. So I just want to say, like, right out of the gate, um, I've been really happy with uh, purchase. with my purchase. Your investment. And yeah. I think, like, definitely... My daughter's not quite old enough yet, but it's like a total kids. Uh-huh. Kids freaking love it. So Absolutely. you guys are doing I mean, a good job. Goal. That's the goal. We're not just selling football. We're selling, you know, no, event, and entertainment. So it's, mm-hmm. it's got to be something that everybody can enjoy, even if they're not the most avid football fan. It's it's all about the experience. Yeah. Which, and so what, what's your role? You're GM, right? You're the, the... I'm the general manager. Yeah, I handle all the day-to-day stuff. And then on game day, I pretty much am running the show as far as, you know, all the interns and, and staff members making sure that the whole event gets taken place. So, but my, my normal day to day is just pretty much everything from, but mostly the business side of, of the, of the uh-huh. team. Can you like give us, and for people who don't know, like kind of a, what's the, like a history of the Steelhawks from, you know, from when it was founded to, to present? Sure. Absolutely. So, um, it all got started really. I used to work, uh, as, I was the director of communications for the indoor football league. Uh, based out of Richmond, Virginia back in the day and kind of learned the business model of what it takes to run a team. And, and myself and my father decided to, to start one ourselves and, you know, looked at a bunch of different areas, um, you know, wanted to be back up in the Northeast. My family's from right outside of Philadelphia. Okay. And, um, you know, uh, we looked at different areas and my dad uh, is an East Stroudsburg grad and said, hey, man, let's look at look up in the Lehigh Valley. And uh, the moment we came here, we, we, we just knew that this was an area that was still growing and, and that, uh, you know, supported sports and, and things like that. So, you know, it was kind of a no-brainer for us to pick this area. Um, at first, we, we um, in 2010, we were awarded a franchise in the Indoor Football League, and uh, we had to play our first few seasons at the Stabler Arena on mm-hmm. Lehigh's campus, mm-hmm. you know, with all, with the, all with the anticipation of the PPL Center eventually getting built. Uh, didn't think it would take as long as it did, but... Right. Yeah. Um, so we played our first four seasons um, in Stabler, uh, and then when PPL Center was was um, finally finished, we we were there. We we moved to there. So uh, we've been in existence. This is our eighth season uh, and our fourth inside the PPL Center. So, awesome. Um, gone to some various leagues and stuff like that. So we found our fit, which is now in the National Arena League and uh, mostly it's a East Coast based league, and. Uh, you know, but, but uh, with, with sound ownership groups and things like that. But there, I mean, there's just, teams, you were down in, you were just in like Tampa, right? Or Florida. Oh, uh, we, we, we were coming home from Jacksonville, Florida right now. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like some, you know, you're playing Reading and then you're playing Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. Like you're playing, the first game was the main team yeah. that we caught. Yep. So it's like, it's the real deal. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, all of our, the arenas we play in are at least like seven to 8,000 seat arenas and up. Um, you know, the, the one in Jacksonville we just played in is like a 16, 17,000 seat arena. I mean, beautiful, beautiful. So, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's definitely a, a high level of competition. It's professional sports. These guys get paid to play the game and, and, you know, a lot of them are looking for their avenue to, you know, move up, uh, through the ranks or eventually try to get to the NFL. And, you know, we've been lucky enough to have some, some talented players that have gotten that shot in the NFL. Come really? Yeah. yeah. What, uh, you've had some players that, like, can you tell us about some of them? Yeah, most recently, uh, so we had a player named Joe Powell. Joe Powell came to us. We found him at an open tryout for us. I mean, crazy. Like, he uh, he only played one year of junior college football, played for us uh, his rookie year of pro, and, and was the defensive rookie of the year in our league a few years ago. Wow. From there, from there, he got a, a rookie, rookie camp invite with the Eagles, and then after that was signed to the Giants, and then um, he played a little bit of the preseason, with the Giants, and then the next year was signed 
to the practice squad of the Buffalo Bills, where he spent wow. the last year and a year and a <laughs> half with Buffalo. So that's great. So and so yeah. that was my other question is the the league that you're in. Um, mm-hmm. Is it like a league that feeds into like uh, the league that the Philadelphia Soul play in? Is it yeah. ind- independent? So, so there's, there's no direct there's no direct uh, feeder system in, in any uh, level of football at, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the only the only there used to be with the NFL Europe, but that doesn't exist anymore. So football has no direct feeder system. Um, however, guys, uh, when you go up to the where the Soul play, it's a little bit bigger uh, venues and and you know a little bit more money for the players. So it is considered a bit of a step up. So guys do go from our, our league to, to that one. Um, our, one of our, our receiver last year, Darius Prince, um, after our season was over, uh, the soul picked him up and he actually won the arena bowl MVP, wow, which is like awesome. the Super Bowl MVP. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was a good pickup for them at the end of the year. <laughs> and as like in the, the games that you play, like you're on the road right now, uh, how does the PPL center compare to some of the other, uh, arenas? What's the, like the yeah. um the 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 vibe like in some of the other other stadiums or do you guys feel like you do a as good job if not better as with creating atmosphere sure. and and how, how do you guys how, how absolutely that yeah um, i i mean i'll put the pbl center up against any arena in ours i mean just from the amenities to i love the whole open feel or you can walk around the whole concourse and mm-hmm. still look into the into 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 the stadium um, and just, you know, the, the compound, the locker rooms from everything in the, in the background scene, I, you know, I'll put the PPL center against any arena that we play in. Uh, it's just a you know, beautiful venue, easy to get to and everything like that. I agree. Um, and, but as far as our production and things like that, I mean, we, we, we've done, uh, our team's done a, you know, a great job, I believe in, in making, you know, everything, um, you know, outside of just the football into some sort of event, you know, you know, making sure the fans are having fun, getting, doing some promotions in the stands, on the field, everywhere, yeah, I, giveaway items, all that stuff. So, you know, I definitely think that our team has, has done a great job of creating a, a full fan experience. I have to definitely admit, like, when I was in there, I was def- I was impressed. Like, I knew, you know, I knew it was going to be a fun time, but, like, sitting down, the whole experience, and, and you're in such a, the PPL Center is such a high-level stadium. Like, and, and then you're like, yeah, the tickets are, you know, you can get some really good seats for yeah. almost, you know, for Perfect. seven, yeah, 15 MC, bucks, yeah. you know. Yeah, you're, you're you're I mean, and you're hearing the sights and sounds uh, of these guys. I mean, they're you know, they're they're playing football, you know, basically in the confines of like a hockey, you know, oh, like yeah. walls, and they're they're running into the walls. You're hearing the crack of the pad. Yeah. Well, yeah. my tickets are in the one. Sounds. My tickets are in the one end zone, and like the one other team player went for the ball, caught it, and then dropped it before Flipped whatever. In. And I like <laughs> I you know I'm not saying this is good or I'm cheering for it, but like I thought he broke his neck for a second. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap! This yeah, is like, yeah, this is real. and then he got up. I'm like, woo, that's good, but that's intense. Intense. Yeah, like they are they're running full speed into this stuff, so it's it's and the wall, so crazy. The wall, the, the wall always wins. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. The wall. Guys, so. That's true. <laughs> and a lot of like a common misconception uh, that you know you kind of hear is that when that peop, these guys are just um, you know they're they're, they're high class athletes. All of them. Like I looked at oh. the roster, they're all. Division one players, they they were awarded scholarships. They played uh, athletics Absolutely. in college for free. So, and sometimes people, I mean, you know how the area is around here. People <laughs> think that they can compete at the level. Sure, maybe sure. You, you guys could have like a, you should. the the people versus the players, just so the the people <laughs> that we talk to really realize well, that well, it's we a, they're in a different league. I have at least one friend. I'm not going to name him, but I'm sure people can figure it. 
He's like, oh, I could totally play against yeah, you. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're 37. Yeah, you didn't play since Pop Warner. <laughs> you, you, you would get, you'd be broken in half. He's yeah. like, I could do it. So yeah, you so should have like this. a day. Go ahead. So in, in the off season, we do have we have open tryouts. So, okay, you know, cool. Take them um, and, and 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 that's where a lot of these guys come and they think that they can compete with uh with you know some of the, the higher end athletes and it, they kind of are uh, reality. Uh, yeah, you know, that, give, us, give a dose of reality. Yeah, right. Exactly. Can can we come to watch? We open should sponsor a player to go yeah, in there. I would love and, that. And I would have him do that. that. Can we do that? Absolutely. We'll sponsor oh, yeah, a player to come in and have him fail. <laughs> <laughs> If, yeah, tell tell them you know tell them to put up or shut up you know exactly we'll oh, we're doing it. When is that? <laughs> uh, we typically have our first set of tryouts for the next season in October. Right, awesome. I'm writing this down. <laughs> I know a couple <laughs> people that think they that they would be that they would be candidates for that, but we'll take care of their costs <laughs> oh, for. We a better day, start working out now if you're if you're listening. <laughs> you better start training right now because I mean because I I played like. I, I played basketball, but I was never like a, a high level athlete. But you play against people that were, and it's just you can't compete with them. You just yeah, yeah. Like, these exactly. guys are all scholarship athletes, and they're now professional athletes. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's it's and that's the that's the one thing that's really cool is that uh, right here in the Lehigh Valley we have a pro football team, mm-hmm. a pro baseball team. You know, we, I mean, unfortunately, we don't have the pro basketball team anymore, but these are high level, this is high level competition that you can get to for a super affordable sure. price. What's the, like, right now, where are you watching football? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I decided to, to buy, you know, it's an investment. It was a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. But I chose to get the level, the seats closer. Uh-huh. And I'm very happy with it. And also, I, I would challenge, or not challenge, but I would suggest to any, you know, parent that, hey, we're looking for something to do like that. Um, As to, your daughter's my daughter's like, background. I want to keep cheering. She's cheering for the team right now. <laughs> um, but I would challenge them like, go to one game, go to one game, yeah. and tell me yeah. that you're like, we're not. We're, it's it's probably less than going to the movies by like half. Or it if is not more. absolutely, and and you know we we always say you know come check out one game because then yeah. it's my job to to make uh-huh. you come back again. That's you know, awesome. and, I, and we think that we can put together you know a good enough show um, in general uh, surrounding the football too that's going to make families want to keep coming back. And so, what what are some of the differences between the, the game, your game, and the game people watch on Sundays during sure. the fall? Yeah. So, so basically, you got to think of playing football on a hockey rink size field. So uh-huh. it's fifty yards, fifty yards with eight yard end zones, and then there's a wall surrounding it, padded wall that you know would consider be out of bounds. But these guys are running full speed. It's eight on eight. It's eight on eight versus uh, eleven on eleven. Um, and then really the one biggest uh, on offense, you can have one wide receiver, what we call pre-snap motion. He can basically almost get like a running start up to the line. Um, so it's a very offensive game. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, defensively, really, there's just some different linebacker rules. Uh, your linebackers can't drop in a coverage like safeties. They basically have to stay within six yards of the line of scrimmage and up. So. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's 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 basic football. It's still the same. There's mm-hmm. four downs, ten yards fast. to get first down. It's just very yeah. very fast and very normally very normally very high scoring. It's a scoring. You know, it's a, a score. Of, so it's fun action. to watch. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What's uh what, what's coming up? You guys are in North Carolina now. Um, <laughs> trying to get home. Trying to get home. <laughs> to get it was home. a game on May twentieth, which uh, I said if you well, want. Hopefully, we're home by then. Hopefully, yeah. we're home by then. <laughs> yeah. But let, let me know. I'm still looking for uh, if anybody wants to come with me. I got two season tickets. Yeah. And my wife can't come because she's, you know, until uh, our kid will, will not scream and yell and run around everywhere. I think we got another <laughs> year until she can start coming. So 
Uh, but we'll be there for May the May twentieth game, and obviously you can check yep. check you guys out on on the internet yeah, we've or whatever. Got a, and we've got a, we've got a great pre-sale for the May twentieth game. We've got a, a lot of things going on. We've got a, a dance clinic that we run every year where the little girls are going to be performing at halftime, which will be really cool. Um, we're actually also having before the game a uh, the Bethlehem Fire Department is playing the Bethlehem uh, Police Department oh, the football game, and then coming to the game afterwards. Um, and then we also have our junior league. They're having their skills clinic that day. So we got a lot of stuff going on pregame. They're all going to stay for the game as well. So we should have a, a great crowd. Um, you know, when we take on uh, Columbus on the twentieth. Awesome. All right. Well, we uh, we hope you get home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys i appreciate it so, thanks for calling in yeah we appreciate it um thanks for calling in and and we'll be sure i'll yeah. see you you know i'll see you on the on the 20th yeah, maybe i'll get, I'll get tyler to come yeah, i'll be out absolutely i love it i love it thanks guys i appreciate it uh all right appreciate you giving us a call all right. Right. thanks a lot mike we'll talk to you soon thanks. all right see you all right well thanks to mike for coming on and like i said i'll see him at the steelhawks you gotta go with me a game They're pretty cool yeah i'm gonna come to a game one time okay i'll make it back from myrtle beach in one piece Everybody, uh, <laughs> what are you? Th- what are you there from until? I, I go tomorrow morning until Monday morning. Are you getting like an actual hotel or is this? We have an Airbnb. Okay, Airbnb. I've had nothing but good experience. I know yeah, people. I'm, old I'm, people think it's like Airbnbs, like you're gonna go into the movie of Saw. Yeah. Like. No, this is like a. It's like a company. It's like a realty company that. Airbnbs, like, uh, it's like one of those ideas. A million people are like, I wish I thought of that, mm-hmm. but. Like we had one up where I grew up in the middle of nowhere. There's one Airbnb or like two. Yeah. And we took the one, and it was fantastic. It was a great yeah. time. So. Well, this one sleeps like 20 people. It's right on the beach. We have a money. Pool. It just makes so much sense. I mean, I know like, hotels are getting. I actually pissed, so but. the the guy a guy came in. I, I met him in the city yesterday. Speaking of Airbnb, he, the the uh, U.S. Open mm-hmm. for golf is at um, Shinnecock in on, on in, in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. A guy, he he know the guy. His like best friend is renting his uh house out for two weeks for you know for the yeah. U.S. Open to a PGA Tour player. Guess how much he's making in that two weeks? Uh, a thousand a day. Five hundred grand. Five hundred grand. Non-taxed. Five hundred grand. Yeah. So it's a it's a big money maker, dude. But it makes sense. It's it does. Like, it, it does. It, I have a house. I'm a, I'm an um, American citizen. Mm-hmm. I should be able to let someone else come in and give me money to stay there. No, re- I mean, it's yeah. just... You, it's, you could rent out the studio. It's like people, yeah. People get... But well, we have... Believe it or not, you know, when Music Fest comes around, just because where we are, we have a lot of friends come up and they'll just stay here because... Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to charge them. I guess that'd be pretty dick. <laughs> but... Charge you know, them in, in beer tickets. Yeah. Like, give me something. But no, just it's Airbnb. I know that people are hesitant to do it, but they're the same people who are like, I don't want to get an Uber, but they'll call a taxi with like the worst person yeah. driving. Yeah, it's like I'd rather have an Uber than whoever. Yeah, or stay in a hotel. Have you ever stayed in a Motel Six? I stayed. We went to Jesus. Atlantic City once and stayed at the Royal Lodge, which oh. was neither one of those words. Yeah, the the first hotel we went to when me and my girlfriend went down, I chose in like Orlando area. No, 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 it was Daytona Beach, and. The first one was called the Topaz Motel. <laughs> There's no way it wasn't haunted. Number one, and they had a picture of a the, of a woman on the door. It's like the picture of the woman that is haunting your room. You see her on the door. Your ghost. Yeah, it had keys, like metal That's keys. That's actually a great idea. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like for, this is the this ghost is the, for yeah, your room. This which is who you'll you like? get to know. Which which one would you like? And then they could be like, 
you know, you could have some really mundane. Yeah. Do you like dust with your coffee? Yeah, because you're gonna get it here. All right, we'll survive. Um, I will. This is about it. We will catch you guys next week. Peace out. Bye. Bye.